Everyone here has been invited to a wedding. And when you walk in the door, there's always a table with little placards. So what table you're sitting at, whether it's table one or table 40 or whatever the number is. Usually my table number is 42 and there's only 40 tables. So that tells you what they think. But we all do that, right? And now and then, depending upon who the wedding is for, you think, hmm, maybe I should have been at table one, or maybe I should be at table 40. And I think that's what Jesus is talking about today. Are we humble enough to take our seat where it rightfully is? Where should we be in life? And, and that happens in everyday life. What do we think of ourselves and what do other people think of us? Do I live my life in humble service or do I live my life boastful? Being humble doesn't mean you downplay yourself. Well, I'm not worthy to be here. I don't have those gifts. I shouldn't be here. I shouldn't be doing this. Every one of us has a gift from God. And every one of us has a mission to fulfill on this earth. So being humble is trying to understand what those gifts are and where we use those gifts. In today's God readings, we hear about humbleness all over the place. Conduct your affairs with humility and you will be loved more than the giver of gifts. How do we conduct our lives? How do we go about our daily lives? Do we use humility in what we, we do? You know, it depends on the circumstance, I guess. We're all a little different. But God asks us to be humble in what we do. How do we use our financial gifts? How do we use our gifts in us to go and serve those in need? All of us, by virtue of our baptism, are called into Jesus' mission here on earth because we are anointed priest, prophet, and king. And what that really means in simple terms, we're called into Jesus' mission on earth. We're called to serve those in need, to protect the vulnerable, to make Jesus present to all people. That takes humble service. You know, in today's world, humbleness may be viewed as a weakness. I would suggest that being humble takes a lot of strength because it's easy to say, oh, look at me. I drive this car. I live in this house. I do this. I do that. That's easy. Being humble takes strength because it takes courage to just be a quiet servant of the Lord. Being humble calls for gratitude in what we have and what we do and what gifts we have. Being humble, it takes a lot more strength than being boastful. In the second reading, we hear about Jesus. He's the mediator of the new covenant he comes and takes away the old rules, all the old ways. And Jesus came as a humble servant. He came to serve those in need. A lot of people believe he was going to be this glorious king and come down on the throne and do this and do that. He was a humble servant who served man. He served those around him. And he calls us to do the same because of our baptism. The gospel speaks of being humble. What place do we put ourselves in everyday life? How do we conduct our daily chores? How do we conduct our lives? Do we go to the front of the line or do we stand back and let others 
How do we serve? There are many, many, many people that serve this parish and more importantly, the people outside the walls of the parish with humble hearts. You don't even know what they're doing and they do great work. You know they're out there every single day. Those people that work in the food pantry, for instance, you don't hear their names all the time. You don't even know what people are doing, but they're serving more and more and more people every day. They give of their time, talent, and treasure to help those in need. That's what humble servitude is all about. Us just going about daily our daily business and serving God and serving his people, because if we serve his people, we are clearly serving him. Tell you a personal story. You know, when we pray, right? When we pray, it's not about our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be the name, and getting done with our prayers in 45 seconds. Those are good prayers. But prayer is about a conversation with God. Dear Lord, what do you want me to do today? How do you want me to go about my business? What do you call me to today? And what do you call me to in my daily life? That conversation is an ongoing conversation, sitting down, talking to God, not just reciting a bunch of prayers that we all know very well, but it's having that conversation and then listening with our ears and our heart to what God is calling. Recently, my father-in-law moved in with us. He's 96 and a half. And I have to tell you, when we agreed to do this, and I fully agreed, at first I went, oh my, what am I doing? How is this going to work? Because it changes your life. It changes your life completely. And frankly, I was overwhelmed for about two weeks. I was like, how am I going to do all this? Because my father-in-law needs some care. And I thought, I can't do this. This is not me. This is not who I am. And I was probably being more prideful. I can't do all this. But I said, okay, Lord, you want me to do this? Give me the grace to do it. Give me the strength to do it. Give me the gratefulness to do it without complaining. Now, I'm not, I won't lie to you telling you that some evenings I go to bed going, that was a tough day. Or in the morning when you hear him calling you, you go, here we go again. Frankly, that's what happens. But God has given me the grace and given my wife the grace to deal with this. And I'm not saying we don't seek other people's help and get some support. But it's one of those, my point is the prayer, the conversation with God, asking God to help you in your gifts, in your humility, in how we serve. He answers those questions. He answers our prayers. He answers that conversation. Yes, it's overwhelming at times, but he will be there. So I challenge all of us to gain a conversation with God. Ask God to intercede in your life. Ask God to come in and say, Lord, how do you want me to be today? How do you want me to serve? What do you want me to do? And he will answer that question. Our first opportunity is communion today because we believe that that piece of bread and that wine transforms into the body and blood of Jesus Christ. That's our food for our spiritual journey. And our spiritual journey is to do the mission of Jesus in the world. We can't do it without that food. Ask Jesus again today, come into your heart, your mind, and your soul to come in and help you determine what your gifts are, help you to be a humble servant of him, and he will answer those questions. He will answer that call for you.